to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? We're the podcasting equivalent of a backyard barbecue brawl with your brothers uh, covered in brine. Brine. Covered in brine? Brine, yeah. You have brine brine at barbecues? Barbecued brine. You've got to brine the meat before you barbecue it on the brine in the backyard of the... Of the thing I've been watching, American Barbecue on Netflix. That's a thing. Yeah, it's great. It's absolutely what? brilliant. It's one of the best cooking shows I've ever seen. Oh, is it? Also, oh, it's a, it's it's like a culinary. It's a it's a Cu- cooking thing. Yeah, we're not in we're right. we're not in um we're we're not in uh, what's it called in moving forward yet, but uh, we're nearly in moving forward. And what I will say is, watch American Barbecue Showdown because. Uh, it's 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 is wonderful. The, the it's a real difficult competition that they do, and it's uh, all the characters are so they're not characters, they're real people, but they're also charismatic. Oh my god, I'm burping as I'm talking. Charismatic, and um, they they they're so lovely. And and some of the phrases, the catchphrases, Maddie and I have been saying for, for days. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. And um, uh, the the interesting thing about it is one of them cooks in brine or meets their meat in brine. Right. Um, it's all about just smoking meat. It's big, these big backyard American smokers. But it's fucking brilliant, Alex. And 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 the final challenge when it gets down to the final two, literally the last challenge is who can build a smoker and then smoke a whole hog. And it's like a fourteen wow. hour fourteen hour through the night challenge. Holy it's like shit. the is the most wild cooking show ever. It's so, brilliant. So it's so it's a competition. Yeah, and who judges it? So they've got some. They've they've got these sort of judges, these food critics sort of these southern, but they're great as well. The the judges are really good as well, and they're really fair, and they're very good. One of them, one of them is hilarious. Um, it's this massive black dude who's just so I don't know his name. He's so good though. He's like he's got a real. Um, he's really good at like getting across what is good food and what's not good food and why it's good and why it's not good food. And he's had some amazing catchphrases around. One of the contestants was making fried green tomatoes in one of the episodes. And he, right. <laughs> and wait, he, uh, fri- trying- fri- wait, fried green what's tomatoes? Tomatoes. Yeah. Who are you? What do, you, what do you mean, who am I? Okay, Tomatoes. You, what, well, Alex, what do you have? What tomatoes. Do you have? No, tomatoes. No, yeah, 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 Alex, you have tomatoes. But what you don't have fried green tomatoes because that's not a British thing. You have fried green tomatoes because that's the actual American phrase. If I no, were to have that me, thing, no, if I were to have that thing, I would say fried me. green tomatoes. Here. No, you would sound like an utter bellend if you no, said that. No, it's fried green tomatoes. That is the phrase. You say fried green tomatoes or you want to have tomatoes. You put green tomatoes in fried green tomatoes, but the food is called fried green tomatoes. What do you call hot That's tamale? That's what, what do you call hot tamale? Do you call do you call do you call them hot tomales? No, you call them as it sounds, as the native tongue. It's a native tongue. Don't argue with me. You're wrong on this one. It's it's fried green tomatoes. That that's mental to be. No, it's not. It's not. It's, not. it's, it's three not. separate. It's three separate words. They're it's different. Not... They're different things. They're different things. Right. Okay. You've got. To, I can't. Got I to... mean, 
The crux of it is, I clearly don't understand what fried green to, uh, to, tomatoes oh, are. Nah, it's, fried it's, it's green more, tomatoes are. It's more of an effort, are. isn't it? It's more of an effort to try and get the tomato. It's easy, oh, just, just, just. Only just, because just I've had you scream it at me for like five, fried uh, green five times in a row. He's, uh, the, the, the host is called Kevin Bloodsoe, and he's br- he's uh, one of the judges. He's brilliant. And there's a there's a scene where they're talking about the fried green tomatoes, and and one of them is making them, and he's like, and they're kind of commenting as they're making, and he's like, and he's just out of focus as one of the other judges is talking, and he's like, there better not be any sloppy tomatoes on my plate, and then and he's just doing this off screen, and then he just cuts back to me, he's like, pisses me off just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just brilliant. It's just oh, so fun. But oh, like uh, go go and watch that show. So that's I, like that. I will actually. I will. You've just you've just moved house. I have actually. Yeah. How's it? How's it? Uh, it's very I, echoey. Yeah, it's very echoey. I can't do anything about that at the moment because there's nothing up on the walls. I've no. um I've gone into the room. Well, I've gone to the bedroom, which has the only built piece of furniture in it, which is a big bed. Bum, chicka, wow, wow. Chicka, oh, yeah, wow, very wow. good. And as a result, that makes this the least echoey. Can you shut the fuck up while I'm talking? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It's enough effort for me to get words and edgeways on these things. You ask me a direct question, I answer it, and you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to fucking do what I wanted to. Shut the fuck up. Who the hell do you think you are? Right, get on with it. I'm done. Right, you've made a bed. You've made your bed. You were saying you just made your bed. Come on. Yeah, we made we made, you're, made you're the bed. And I, me, Alex? as a result, no, I'm not. I'm just unpacking boxes, and I don't know where anything is. It's ridiculous. All of all of the boxes are in the second bedroom, and I don't know what's in any of them. So I'm just unpacking them one by one, trying to put the, them in. But the beds in place. But the beds in place. What? Got to sleep, don't you? Uh huh. Is that what it is? Is yeah. that what you're doing? Yeah. 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 Make make it a fort. Yeah. Making a fort, Alex. That was what I was Brilliant. getting at. Actually, if I'd made a fort, it might be better acoustics, wouldn't it? You're an idiot. Why didn't you do that? Do you remember that Why one didn't time I, make I, a fort? I record? Do you remember that one time I recorded under my duvet? You did do that. I could do that. To be fair, I got so sweaty so quickly. Yeah, I think that's why I'm not doing that. <laughs> you, um, what was I going to say to you? So, uh, look, I, I guess another thing up top, just before we continue on with the show, um, the the we are going to be taking a, another couple of couple of weeks break after this, um, based on the fact that Alex is um, moving in. Uh, that's the main reason. That's, um, uh, yeah, that's the only and, reason. And so, so I think I, I don't know when we're going to get round to you. We're going to we might struggle. There's there's going to be a brief period. So, so I'm going overseas. Um, I'm going on a, on a long trip. I'm going on a, a boat overseas alex you're going on an adventure I'm, I'm sailing on an adventure ship to to uh i'm going all the way to japan alex oh my goodness and i'm going to go there and i'm going to count every single um what am i going to count i'm going to count every single bicycle that is over there alex that's the trip oh my that's goodness the trip. so i might be there for quite a while giving them all the you know, count, and I'll lose count a couple of times. I'll get halfway up the country and have to start again. So, you know, that's that's what I've got in store for me. Um, and uh, is that and how that, you like that? That, idea, that, that that's only going to take two weeks, is it? Everybody just sit still. Everybody stops. <laughs> Stop cycling. That's what I'm going to be like halfway through the chat. I'm right. Like, oh my god, I'm going to have to like send out mass text messages to everyone that I know in Japan. Don't know anyone in Japan yet. Gonna have to get that on that. So, so that's what I'm doing. Uh, then I'm coming back and I'm going on a bit of a holiday. Oh, yes. aren't you now? I'm going to the moon. Um, similar, trip. To the moon. <laughs> similar trip. Similar <laughs> trip. 
um, a way to count some bicycles. But 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 I guess the point being, and we probably should make sure we arrange this off air. But but uh, there's going to be a fair bit of downtime um, for us, so yeah. maybe consider this a sort of a small break. Um, potentially, there's going to be a show in a couple of weeks, but then following that. Uh, who knows? We might drop at the end of the world, but we'll be back oh. very soon. We will be back. It's, I'm gonna uh, have, I'm gonna have to take myself to the cinema just for the pure enjoyment of going now. Yeah, exactly. and not for any other reason. You're not. Yeah, exactly. You're not gonna have to go and uh, take notes as you're sitting there, um, which you do. <laughs> what 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 I what I do every time. Yeah, exactly. Um, have you remember? Um, I'm sorry. So so that's what's happening there. Did have you ever asked for your money back at the cinema? Never. Never. Would no. you? No, because because I remember that time when I told you about me and asking the money back. Would you ask yeah. the money back? I would do it for that reason, though, wouldn't you? The reason well, was the the reason was nobody was keeping control of the kids who were there. Like literally, they just couldn't keep control of them, and they kept trying to kick them out, and they kept yeah. trying to run back in. Oh, I mean, sorry, yeah, I, don't know I think I, I would. That topic, yeah, no, I think I would. Yeah. I think I would. I think I would. But that that's actually never happened to me. Thank God. Okay, so fine. there yeah. we go. That's why I hate humans. Well, Alex, the reason why I'm talking about that is because. Um, this was a packed showing for uh, the was it opening night or second opening night of uh, Jordan Peele's latest flick. Nope. Yeah, we were quite quick on it, um, weren't we? Yeah, because one. because we are not a bed making podcast. We're not. You do, are you, can you open that as quietly as possible? Okay, he's opening it. Oh, for fuck's sake! Do you remember? Oh, why, that's so good. Well we done. should do. We should do that. We should do the music of a porn film one day. Why did they all have that same music? Do you know what I mean? Like it was just like known as porn porn music. Why is yeah. it? Why is it? If you were to say to me like, "Oh, it's a porn film," and you got to put a soundtrack, the first thing everyone just goes is. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. That why is it's that so, so? It is just so, so synonymous with it, yeah. isn't it? With yeah. music. Oh, oh that's <laughs> fun. That's <laughs> fun. Yeah, but. Have you, ever, have you ever actually had sex to that music, though? <laughs> it'd, it'd be a bit... <laughs> you were going to ask the question. I knew you were going to ask it. would be a bit... I could see the question like... coming to the front of your... I could see it in your eyes, the question coming to the front of your mind. <laughs> that would be funny. You'd be like, this is a bit ironic. <laughs> yeah, you, sure. would, you would. Is that, are, we, this are we actually doing this? It's like... <laughs> it's like is this sexy i'm not sure this is sexy that would be good yeah no this is good what if it wasn't what if it wasn't that what if it was just recordings of me on repeat it's going oh god that's definitely not sexy that's definitely not sexy that would be good that would be really funny um i'm gonna stop this conversation because this yeah. will go out this will go off the rails and we have to put this to the internet um, we do. but of course we are not a, a squeaky bottle podcast building a bed podcast whatever you want to call us we are of course a music and movies podcast and this week as i already was trying to allude to we went to see jordan peele's latest flick nope yes we did now nope is uh a, a sort of you would class as a horror film would you having seen this would you class this as a horror film that was one of my first questions having seen it no i wouldn't yeah it's interesting isn't it but before yeah. you go into it you're like this looks scary like, yeah, but isn't this isn't this a, you know we're we're a few films into uh, Jordan Peele's output at this point. This is his mm. third. This is his third big feature film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great, great run <laughs> so yeah. far. But um, but both of the other ones actually, that's a good point. I haven't actually seen Us, but I have seen Get Out. Oh, Us is great, and and that movie as well started off one thing, and you're like, oh, we. Th- 
I think it's this genre. And then halfway through, it's like, oh, no, wait, actually, it's like this kind of movie. And then by the end, you're like, oh, that was yeah. completely not what that was. Yeah. And that's kind of that's kind of what I felt here as well. You did have a lot of like horror vibes and horror tropes. You did have... Um, but then it turned sort of science fiction-y. Yeah. And then it turned sort of... Oh, eight, like... 80s coming of age adventure yeah, some, somehow yeah. in, in some way as well. It's like... Well, well, and you, you said interesting. You said Jaws. You yeah, said a I was modern getting, day interpretation of Jaws. I was getting a lot of Jaws vibes. Mm. And I think for the same reason, you wouldn't call Jaws a horror movie, would you? No, you wouldn't, but no. bloody terrifying. But it is terrifying. So, yeah. so I think it falls into that category of, you know, high threat... But not thrillers. It's almost like sci-fi mystery horrors, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not really, <clears throat> it's not really that scary. And I think the, the point's really valid because you know, like Jordan Peele and his outputs over the last couple of years, they're almost their own sort of category, aren't they? Like he's almost yeah. created his own sort of niche. Like, would you say Us was like? Um, going through different genres as well. I think, or do you I think, think that was a bit more grounded? I think uh, us went through a couple of different genres. Like us had some comedy elements to it as well right. as being, as well as being through. I think us was was definitely out of the three of them the scariest or the most horror angle based on the three. I think it had some funny moments into it, but it was also very self aware as a film. Whereas right. I think that this one and uh, and Get Out was quite self-aware. I think this one wasn't that self-aware. Like I think it was it was trying to. This film was trying to entertain you. Like this yeah. film was deliberately trying to entertain you. Yeah, I'd say so. And and I think the 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 interesting thing about this film is um, the I guess like when you watch Jordan Peele's film, you try and find the the, the subtle underlying tones that it's trying to say like largely there'll be a couple of stories that converge or largely overlap in some way and, and no more than this one because we really had i guess the ta- like two tales you had the story of the chimpanzee in the film studio and then you had the modern which was you know large in the 90s yeah which was kind of like the undertones for a lot of this movie and you wondered how it was going to overlap and then you had you know the actual film story which i loved i loved the idea you know oj was was the was the you know like the 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 ancestor of the first black man uh you know or, or ever on 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 a, on a film on a moving picture of a horse riding and they've been doing that ever since they've been riding the show horses and I loved the characterization and very specifically there was one character that was a there was a real standout um which I mean like there's not that many characters in this so to, to take it out of the way it was Kiki Palmer I, I thought Kiki Palmer who played Emerald Haywood so the, the yeah. sister she was outstanding yeah she was like, amazing as soon, you know and 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 what i what i loved was as soon as she comes on screen she fires into the screen like she's straight in there you know how she you know because because oji's standing there he's he's a bit more shy he's, he's quite clearly just still um you know you know ser- seriously mourning the death of uh, spoils up top the, the death of his of his of his dad who dies sadly at the start of the film and under yeah. very mysterious circumstances um and the film is kind of like then you know sort of accelerated forward into him trying to pick up the reins quite literally of his dad's business um and then you get kiki who comes in out of nowhere as as emerald um haywood and emerald is just 
or M as they refer to her throughout. She she just kicks into screen. She stands on the stage. She rocks in late, and she just like largely speaks their language in the same way. Like, and I think that's the thing that I quite liked about it is like OJ can't interact with the job that he's trying to do. Like, he can't yeah. engage with it almost. He can't he can't communicate. Whereas M almost comes on and and plays that translator role and largely is. I guess, like, performing in a sense. Like, that whole... You know that monologue where the camera's coming in on her from the start? As soon as that kicked off, I was like, we're going to watch her. Like, she is... Like that was a good intro, and there's she's going to deliver more, and she does. Like, oh, definitely, great, great, great character. Um, And the last character I was going to talk about. So, I mean, you know, and and obviously the the Daniel Kaluuya was was just fantastic. Like Daniel Kaluuya was. Oh yeah, he was as always. I, I always say this to Maddie, and Maddie always gets gets annoyed at me. But every time I, I see him on screen, or one of these amazing big Hollywood blockbusters, I'm like, that dude started as a supporting character in Skins. Do you know what I mean? Like that yeah. was his first big break, and oh, I love that. I oh, that and again, that's something I always forget. I'm gonna have to um, look yeah. up a picture of him in, in Skins. He's very, he's very, very, he's very young. He plays a very funny character, which I, I can't remember his name. But the, the point of his character is he's. He tries to be all very like gangster and cool and stuff, but he's actually not. He's quite posh. Um, oh yeah, that call. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's very, he's very, very funny. So, 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 um, you also had Brandon Piera who played um Angel, and then Michael uh, Wincott who was Antlers Hoist, who was the kind of the film director. Um, the character that I want to talk around a little bit more as well was um Stephen Yoon as as Ricky, so Duke Park who was the the kind of the owner of the fairground. Now, I am yeah. a huge fan of Stephen Ewan. I think he's done some amazing stuff. I I've you know I know you shit on the Walking Dead, but I think he is a very very good part of the Walking Dead. Um you know, he played Glenn, who largely was the heart of the show for a lot of it. Um, right. he he was a he's a brilliant brilliant character and I was so excited to see him in this, but I was a little bit underwhelmed by his role, but I I loved the 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 trauma and the storyline that he was in. Do you know what I mean? Like it was a weird juxtaposition yeah. where I was like, I thought his role could have been. I would have liked to have seen more of him. But what I did see was really good. Like I guess, like if you're left wanting more, then that's probably a good thing. Yeah, um, definitely. Although I have a question. Mm. His his main storyline, or his, you know, his big trauma, which was the whole mm. chimp thing. Yeah. I didn't miss something, did I? That didn't get resolved. So it's um. It's a really interesting point, and I've I've been looking into this, and I think I've come to some conclusions as what what the whole film means. Right. Um, so obviously, like the film, the film starts. So I'm going to read you a couple of a couple of kind of things that that I've read or written down. Okay. So so and this is going to be kind of um, yeah. Th- there's a f- there's a few points to this here. So so look, whilst Jordan Peele did not explain the significance of the deadly chimpanzee attack witnessed by Duke as a child. According to an analyst published by Variety, it is meant to show that you can't tame a predator and mankind will risk everything for a spectacle. So Jupe exploited the Gordy's home massacre for profit and similarly thought he could tame the creature for the show's business opportunity. So Jupe's survival of the chimpanzee attack gave the mistaken impression he could tame an alpha predator who are often unpredictable. Yeah, so it's kind of doing that, but I guess no, like- I I think that that's that's quite that that's like a quite a obvious theme I'd say mm, it's like quite poignant but yeah that 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 is like quite apparent in the movie the movie I think does a good job of like drawing those parallels but the the thing that's annoying me is the fucking shoe 
Oh, the shoe that was standing up on its end. The shoe that was standing up on its end. Yeah, because yeah. And it was eerily doing so, and that never got explained. And he had the shoe in his, like, secret kind of museum shrine yeah. to I- that thing. And so... When I was, so when, because we see the shoe. I have a theory right, of why right, that is. Right at the beginning, right at the beginning of the um, movie. And you get the impression that, like, the chimp went mental as a result of maybe some interference or something mm. like that. Mm. And that same interference caused that shoe to stand mm. up on its end. Like, something weird is going on here, something alien something mm. paranormal even or you know just something because at that point we didn't really know what the movie was about we didn't really know what the threat yeah. was but the shoe never got explained but so thematically i get the how you know that grown-up character treated you know the alien in the sky the same way as like you know surviving basically what you just said totally get that but the sh- the shoe thing is annoying me. Well, I don't so, know what I don't so, know what the thing is about the shoe. So, so I, I think I think what Jordan Peele had tried to do throughout this movie is that the movie is it, it's um it's fifty fifty. This movie, the first fifty percent of this, it's an alien movie and it's a UFOs, and yeah. the second fifty percent of this movie is a monster movie. Right. So 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 I mean, like that's just how it is, and and, and it straddles those both too. Now. I don't know. Like, I, I like the twist. It was good. I, I actually prefer it as a UFO story. I think it was very, I think that creates a bit more tension and threat, but I do see where he's going with this. So let's just answer the shoe question, right? Like the shoe was building off of like, so, so I think the first thing that, like, I think the, yeah, the shoe was building off of the idea that there's likely some sort of alien or alien interference. And I think what Jordan Peele was trying to do is he was he was trying to take you down a path in my head. So he was trying to take you down the path of this is an alien movie. So every so as an audience member, you're going to be heightened to try and spot the alien signals around here. Now, right. you know, as, as you say, like a chimpanzee going mental, potentially there's some sort of interference. Um, there's kind of like some some sort of like crackly scratching sounds in the background. The shoe standing on end, potentially some sort of electromagnetic interference or something. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to take you down that path. And then, then the most obvious point was the kids in the barn, which was a brilliant sequence. Oh, it was, like, wasn't it? Absolutely brilliant sequence, the kids in the barn, because it was genuinely quite terrifying. You know, when you watched it and... Uh, I don't know about you, but our cinema was kind of quite quite on edge. Yeah, I like, did that thing quite you know, quite animated. I did that thing, you know that thing I do whenever I'm watching a scary movie, which is like which is use use a rock and roll sign to basically block my my ears and my eyes. <laughs> do you know what I think? Like, go, go down to I've my actually, chair and I go, I go that. I've actually I've actually stopped doing that because I actually quite like the kind of the I've actually I've become a bit of a a fan of the jumps. Oh actually. right, okay. But there wasn't that. There wasn't really jumps in this movie, which is again, I think, a mark of a good horror film. Yeah, is, 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 is very few jump scares. Um, but but it was taking you down the path of this this alien film, and then it pivoted, and you and and it gave you a chance to reflect on everything you'd seen previously through a couple of like flashbacks, and they reshowed the flashback of you know young dupe and the the full chimpanzee attack, which was brutal and actually a brilliant sequence. Yeah. But my theory is the shoe wasn't standing on end. My theory is that was just how Jupe saw it. And Jupe was just focusing on the shoe. Right. Because Jupe was just so terrified and he was trying to focus on one thing 
and it was this shoe. He was he, he was aware of everything that was going on, but I don't think the shoe was actually standing on its end. Right. I think that was just his interpretation of what was happening. Okay. Um, and that's why he took the shoe away from him for his symbolic reference of, like, I that 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 shoe is 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 my memory of that terrible incident. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I think that, that that's what I think happened. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll bu- I'll buy that for now. I'll buy that mm. for now. But I mean, when I was coming out of the cinema there, I was like. I don't know. Could there be something else to this? Could there be another movie in this? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, w- I will say, I mean, definitely with Get Out, it was a little bit more clear cut. But with us, especially, there was a lot of un- there's a lot of unanswered questions in us. Yeah. Well, as I said, and, I haven't seen us, and I really need to get on it because you know yeah. I, I've seen two or three now, and I've, I've really liked both of them. But I think you'll like us. It's a bit. It's a bit scarier. But okay. Yeah. But I think there was a lot of mystery lots of setup in this movie for everything that happened and by and large everything got explained like yeah. you had some degree of satisfying understanding of what everything was how everything worked like yeah, yeah. It, it did a really good job of showing how the alien comes why it comes what it likes, what it doesn't like, hmm. and all of those like little rules and things like that. So it was very well explained through a lot of show, don't tell. Yeah. And it just seems weird to me that the only unexplained thing I can think of is this fucking shoe starting to get yeah, standing yeah, yeah. on end, which is why I'm I'm not I'm not quite convinced of that. But I'll buy it for, I'll buy it for now until I see something see something else. Yeah, exactly. So, so, and 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 I think the the other thing to talk around is, and no, no, I sadly don't have a huge amount of the song song lists in front of me, but I did want to talk around a few kind of, um, I, I guess points. So, like, largely the composer is is Michael Albez. So, Michael Albez, who did us, who did Get Out, right. who did who did some work for for Detroit as well. Um, you know, he's he's worked with Jordan Peele for a lot of these sort of films. Th- there was a there was a wonderful soundtrack to this, and it was very much a western meets a mystery sort of. Um, horror style sound yeah. and especially at the end I mean that that final end sequence the music was just giving it all sorts and there was and it was genuinely Morricone-esque yeah That's it kind of tur- turned it. Like, into a western at moments it, didn't it, it? it did turn into a western and and I think especially you know that the, the sequence at the end the wonderful sequence at the end when when M is you know look, looks up at the farm after she's taken the photo she's got the evidence of this creature and she looks up and there's her brother on the horse oh, and it's just and, and it, what a do, shot do, 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 yeah, and it was it was real Ennio Morricone. Like I think my, Michael Abels did, did such a wonderful job of kind of allowing you to mature with the film with his score. Yeah, um, it was a gorgeous was just, shot that bit as well. Like um, yeah, he was just sitting on the horse um, underneath the kind of you know western kind of arch, and then the yeah. mist going aside and then that bright orange hoodie. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, it's a commanding look. Yeah, to exactly. Be sure. yeah. And, and, and like, the, the score is absolutely amazing. I mean, some standout tracks. So, like, I'll get back to Walk On By. But, but like, the Haywood Ranch was was just a great, you know, a great score. Like, introducing all the characters. We're seeing all the different parts of, of the of the world that, that OJ inhabits. And, and then, you know, like, we had a little bit of Urban Legends who were supporting on the track, like, the run. So, when they were actually doing the run on the bike and stuff, which was just excellent. Like, yeah. that whole sequence was just wonderful. Um 
I, I, it, it's just it's just absolutely it's just absolutely excellent score. I want to talk a little bit about um, so then we had the Lost Generation as well doing a track, which is this is the Lost Generation, which was great to hear. Like it was a real variation of different tracks, a great piece of music. But but the Dion um, the Dion uh, Dion Warwick, so walk on by. It's like a famous, you know, walk on by. Yeah. It was just it was it was great to hear that. But what was interesting was, and I picked this up and I'd read this somewhere as well. Actually, that was not initially designed to be in the movie, or certainly, you know, that whole thing around when there's a different song that's in the trailer to what's actually being used in the movie. Um, it was kind of like, and I think it was there was a sequence. I'm trying to I'm trying to find this out. Um, it was there was a sequence where um, M was dancing in her room, and in the trailer she's dancing, and it's like she's not dancing in sync with the music. And I remember watching it and finding it a bit like odd. But it's the reason is, is because they were using Walk On By for her to dance to. Um, but actually, it was it was M. She was dancing to Stevie Wonder's fingertips. Oh, do you know what I mean? So like they kind of like replaced yeah, the yeah, song yeah. in in there, which which I um yeah I always I always sort of spot there. But but no, I mean like the the the, the sound massively enhanced this film, yeah. like massively yeah, yeah. took you with you on this journey, and it and it held your hand, like it told you what you wanted to hear. You know, we had the spooky alien music when we were seeing the spooky aliens. We had the Wild West themes as we were seeing, you know, the motorbike chases yeah, yeah. and the and the and the cowboys. You know, and 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 also what I I love most about a lot of the Jordan Peele and Michael Abus is is brilliant at working with Jordan Peele because this is a common theme in get out and us is that they he masters the art of of inactivity right you know the 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 sequences where there's no music or there's no sound you know them do you know what i mean like you're watching those sequences and you're unnerved by that that sense of i can't hear anything why is there no music playing what's happening here like i don't like this you know like going back to the sequence in the barn you know, like the yeah. absence of any sort of sound there was was really drew you into the dark spaces of what you were watching. Um, and you were seeing, you know, what OJ was seeing for the first time, you know, like, and it was quite, you know, that, that sequence where I think it was the, the alien, it was the wee kid who stood up and you were like, oh my God. And then the second one popped its head out the barn. And when the second one popped its head out the barn, I don't know about you, but our whole cinema just went, <gasps> yeah, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like this yeah, massive yeah, yeah. intel of yes, which I just I just love. And and it's and and I think you you always win when you take the audience with you. Yes. You know, you give them those little hooks and you go, What do you think of this? Yeah. And everyone goes, Oh, and, and I think as an audience member. That's the, you know, like I, I usually shit on going to the cinema with other people. But to be fair, like this movie had a huge amount of respect for it. Like everyone wanted to know what was happening, yeah, yeah. wanted to go on this journey. Yeah, so, mine was really and, good and, as well, actually. And, and 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 I think, you know, like my the conversation point I wrote and I, the note and I wrote in my notes and it's not that particularly clear, but I guess like enabled me to try and explain this a bit more. When I get angry because I go to a film and... You know, like that point I was raising before around like, why did I ask for my money back for that film? Yeah. Part of the reason was because, you know, obviously the kids were making a huge amount of noise and stuff and it was a crap. It was Fantastic Beasts or one of the, you know, it was, it, was, it was nonsense. And I thought to myself, actually, in some way, shape or form, I don't feel as bad asking for my money back for this film. But I would feel bad for asking my money back for Nope. Because in a small sense, whilst, you know, the cinema is losing out... Ultimately, the film in itself, you know, the film's already got its money, right? Yeah. Because the view by, you know, or whoever it is buys the cinema. But in some way, shape or form, I feel I feel better 
asking for my, my, my money back for a big Warner Brothers blockbuster that's really not had a huge amount of thought and care. Like this yeah. one has, it had so much thought and care and and what it did was so so like yeah i'm i'm also i'm also saying yeah i also didn't like this movie the reason i didn't like this movie is because my is my fellow audience members didn't like this movie Do you yeah, see what i'm saying yeah, like they yeah, didn't yeah. like this so why why should i give a shit like if they're getting bored and they're pissing me off it's it's actually the movie's fault like we're all here to watch well most of us are here to watch the movie maybe these little shits weren't yeah but although do you remember the but, do, you remember, do you remember the people in elvis though oh god don't talk to me about those people god <laughs> Why? Why did they? F- they just kept talking. Yeah, but they were then, having a full but then, conversation. But then that's the anomaly. One that was the kids that were running in and out. Yeah, yeah, because that's the anomaly that I think goes against that thesis that you've just said. Because you just thought about them. Why are you here? What like? Yeah. Why the hell are you here? Yeah. You chose a really but, long movie that you're clearly not interested in seeing to just sit. But but I think ultimately, you know, Jordan Peele joins the ranks of your Nolans, your your Tarantinos, because he 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 holds a director's vision at the heart of his art, and he yeah. demands respect, and he gets respect, but yeah. he demands it. He does ask you as an audience, shut the fuck up and watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I and I'm not going to hold your hand at the end of this. You need to come to your conclusion with what you saw, but I'm not going to tell you what you saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. That is to be rewarded. That Definitely. is to be absolutely rewarded. And that I guess like that's the, that's a large amount of you know my, my sort of thoughts around this movie. Oh, I think a hundred percent agree. And oh, I just people people are kind of shitting on this. They are shitting on this. I want I don't, to talk about this as well. I don't yeah. really why, understand why. But have a think. Why? 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 I mean, I I because I've got my theory. Right. Okay. Which which is the fifty fifty. I feel like people wanted a a, a UFO movie. Right. Okay. And I th- did. We know that this was a UFO movie before we started, though. I think we we yeah. It, it very much was leaning towards this was a UFO movie. Right. Okay. But yeah. I was th- thinking back to the trailers, and I'm not sure what it was that said. This is a UFO movie. I think it's because they were all looking up and stuff like that. And, you know, well, you're I think looking... I think you did see, but I think you did see in some of the trailers you did see a UFO. You did oh, see it. Did you? And there was yeah, someone was being and the the, the sequence where um, M was being sort of pulled out the the ground that you know near the end. Yeah, it, she it did look like she was being taken up, like beamed up. Yeah, yeah, it did yeah. So, so so I think they I think they I think you did know it was going. Yeah, you're right. Everyone was looking up. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, flip it on its head. If, if if I said to you moments before you went into that movie, what do you think this movie is? What genre is? You would have said you yeah, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but hmm, I, I, I don't know what you could genuinely accuse this movie of being in a negative way because I think it was made with such care and mm. also love for the things that it's clearly inspired by you know we mentioned jaws do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah we yeah. mentioned jaws earlier like it, by the end of the movie it did sort of turn into you know this is how we're going to catch this big fish or yeah or or piss it off type thing so it was like yeah you know it, it, i'm not i'm not saying i was probably being a bit hyperbolic when i suggested that it was a 21st century remake of of jaws but it definitely turned into the last sequence of jaws quite quickly towards the end but you also had like a bit of uh it's interesting a bit of star trek the next generation in there you know the first um oh no is it the first episode is it the very first episode Mm. i don't think it's the very first episode but there's an episode where 
they come across um no it is the first episode they come across a u a ufo and mm-hmm. and for lack of a better term a ufo shaped ufo you know that kind of yeah, that yeah. kind of flying disc. flying saucer disc oval type thing right um, yeah and they and and they go on and they're like this isn't any this isn't any kind of ufo that we've ever experienced before and it turns yeah. out that's because it itself is alive right yeah and okay, it okay. and it itself is like a space-faring creature so it's exactly like so this. it's so it's exactly like this yeah so it's ex- exactly like this whereas um but they turned out to be you know benevolent and you know they were looking for their mate in the stars and stuff like that it was a bit more kind of less adventure kind of mon- mm, monstery mm. but um, yeah. i think that i think that the design like especially when it turned into that kind of um how would you describe its true form or its unfurled form kind of like a the, 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 kind of like a jellyfish what what would you yeah, say yeah it, it kind of was like a kind of squid jellyfish kind of thing i, I keep for, I, I forgot about that at the end yeah, yeah. How, it, how it really kind of opens out almost in flare like a peacock almost yeah there. kind of but then the, the star trek ones do exactly the same thing as well it turns out they've got like te- um sort of tentacles that like come down out of it and they have a actual different shape and stuff like that and I, and so i thought well the the similarities there are a bit too obvious for that to be coincidence but yeah. I, but again, I didn't feel like it was ripping off or derivative or any of that, which mm. seems to be what people are generally accusing this of being. Like, um, you know, Jordan, you know, Jordan Peele was doing a lot of the shocking things that he was doing in this movie, which, frankly, I didn't think were that shocking. To be honest, there no, was like, no. there was like maybe the very claustrophobic shot of like people getting digested. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was that, a bit, that, that, was, that was a bit rough. Yeah, <laughs> that was a bit yeah. rough. But apart from that, there wasn't really anything too shocking. I think. Well, I think the monk. I think the, the chimpanzee yeah. sequence was quite bad. You're right. I forgot about the digestion one. Like actually, Matt, that was the thing that Maddie said to me when she came out. She went, "That was the bit that she was quite uncomfortable with." Yeah. Know, when, it was like no, they're they're already dead. They're just they've just been eaten alive by this thing, and they're they're just going to slowly digest in this like. And you and you and it was one of the women was at the front, and then she's up against this horse, and I was like, "Oh God!" You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I thought it was, um, yeah, that what that was pretty. That was pretty shocking. That was, yeah, um, that was that that was pretty shocking. But and so some of the reviews I've read are just like, "Oh, you know, you've got those shocking bits just for shock shock's sake, and there's actually no substance to this." I'm like, "What? Yeah, there is. What mm-hmm. are you talking about?" So I don't know. Mm-hmm. What What do you think? I. Uh... I, I think people, I mean, like, my, my theory is people didn't like this movie because it wasn't what they thought it would be. And I think to the point on the shock, like, that's 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 just out of it. Like, I don't, I, I don't think there's anything more complex in this. I think in the same way that, you know, modern, you know, modern Marvel or modern Star Wars movies, people don't like them because it's not my look or any of this sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Like, that is, this, this was, um, I, I think... And the reason why is because I, I can kind of in some way assimilate that feeling. Like, I, I did, I must admit... I think I would have preferred this movie if there was more mystery to it, if it wasn't a creature in the sky and it was uh, an alien race that was trying to, you know, trying to kill our characters. Like, I think I would have preferred that. But having said that, I love, I love the theme and I, and I, and I love how the theme is propped up by the monk, the chimpanzee story. Yeah. And both of them largely assimilate that idea of, you know, as I was saying before, mankind will always want to demonstrate. And, 
And, uh, you know, I, I actually did have another quote on standby about this because I don't know if you remember at the start of the movie, and, and this was something that I'd forgotten about until I read this. There was a quote, there was a Bible quote at the start from the Old Testament. Oh, yeah. Um, so the quote at the beginning of the film is from the book of Nahum in the Bible's Old Testament. And, and the prophet Nahum tells the story of the city of, of Neveh, um, Neveh, Neveh, and it described it was marked the destruction of God in 40 days because of the wickedness of the people. So God promised to make a spectacle and of them, and they just made spectacles of their own sin until Jonah convinced them to repent. The movie described by cast and crew draws many parallels from that verse and story, especially in the way that it handles uh, its own theme of spectacles and the length that people will go to to hope to take advantage of it and the consequences thereof. And I and I wonder, I wonder to an extent if that also is quite an uncomfortable and just a, a, a sort of a topic that maybe people don't directly engage with. Yeah, because. You know, in, in some ways, like, I think any sort of film that holds a mirror up to society, I think it 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 has a greater risk of it being not enjoyed by audience members and film members. Right. So, so like, let, you know, and, and like, let's let's use things like Jurassic Park or E.T., right? Like, sure. we like those films because they're not, you can't really compare yourself. You never, you don't, well, you wouldn't know how you would feel if you were in those situations. Yeah. And it's difficult to do those things. So I think the level of scrutiny that it, it, it brings in from audience members is purely one dimensional around, did, was I entertained by the stories, the plot characters, etc. Whereas movies like this, they ask, they invite you to, to sort of have a look inwards and kind of reflect on, you know, how do you engage with this movie? And I think largely people would look at this movie and go, yeah, I, I yeah maybe maybe I am a dick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I sort of I, it maybe feels like a little bit of a poke in the chest. This movie, right. I think, to some people, yeah. and I think that's why it's you know certainly the themes, right? Like look, put it this way, like everyone walked away from this movie. I talked to a few people about it, and they said, "What did the chimpanzee mean?" And I was like, "Have a think about it. Like, yeah. have a think. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and and I think it's because you know people have to th- like y- you have to do the hard graft it's not laid out to you on a plate you do have to think about yeah. it and largely everyone comes to the same conclusion and when they've come to that conclusion they're dissatisfied with that conclusion yeah and i think there's maybe a little bit of that in this yeah um, possibly yeah so hey look it's I, just a that, bit upsetting to be honest like yeah I don't, it is i don't yeah. like it because i th- i think i i think i agree with you that it's probably a piece of um that wasn't what i thought it was going to be and that's just i hate that i I really really hate that it's like there's so much satisfaction that you can get from having your expectations subverted in anything Mm. like why would you want everything to go how you think it's it's gonna go not even just movies just anything any sort of experience like yeah we can we can we can plan our lives and we want our lives to go as we as we want them to go and like you know yeah. our, in our relationships and our in our professions you know things like that you know we'll you know we'll ebb and flow along the way and stuff like that but when you're going to see like a piece of art and you need a bit of escapism mm. why wouldn't you want to be led on a journey to be told a story as opposed to like patting yourself yeah. on the back because you know how this is gonna go you well, 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 clever think, clever thing well, let, well let's use it let's use a different form of art right let's 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 look at let's look at music and then let's look let's look at art itself yeah. right so so let's let's start with art for well let's, let's look at music right like music the, the the most appealing music is 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 um chromatic 
um, and and perfect cadence style melodies, right? We, you know, we there's a reason why we love our four chord songs because yeah. we recognize it, we know it, we can we can enjoy it. We and in some ways we we can feel where the song's going to go. You know, like it, it's just a fact of life that some of the best songs or the most popular songs in the world, if you were to look at the most popular songs in the world, yeah. largely they're pretty cut and dry melodies. There's right. nothing there to subvert it. Now, maybe that's a that's a fine example, but I don't think as good as when you look at the art world. You know, in the art world, a lot of modern art actually challenges people. Yeah. Like it actually causes them to be quite outspoken against it. Yeah. Now, in itself, that is part of the art. That's yeah, what yeah. it's trying to do. I, I do think that Jordan Peele's movies is a mainstream like and, and this is the thing right like with movies movies th- there are some and, and cinema and film you know real high art film and stuff it gets weird very quickly if you start you know bearing off the beaten track of blockbuster hollywood movies if you you know if you go really down the down the down the road and find your b movies your c movies that are still you know being shown at these film festivals etc yeah. and are hugely challenging and complex and largely very obscure style films yeah you know jordan peele's um nope does not fall into that category but it definitely represents one of the edges of the boundary of what we consider a-lister hollywood movies sure. it is definitely close to the edge of those movies but it still is mainstream yeah. and 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 by and large therefore you in, you are inviting the same style of audience members that are going to see a marvel film right and they go and see a marvel film because they like it the marvel film represents your your higher class art or your art that's more simplistic or more if you said to me what does a portrait look like i could tell you yeah but if you described what does jordan peele's portrait look like it's gonna look like a similar representation presentation you know of your your weirder um you know modern art in inverted commas but that modern art is not being shown in the studio down the street behind the archway yes it's being shown in the main art gallery yeah and i think that's what we're looking at here right okay and and you know that's why it's causing that's why it's causing this controversy but it's not going to go away i think if we continue that trend this sort of movie isn't going to go away like this sort of movie is still inviting challenge. Unless we forget, right? Like, this thing is... You've, you've also got to make money. From a budget perspective, this movie didn't cost that much. No. And it's going to make a lot of money. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So so, so from a, from a studio's perspective, you, you keep paying... You keep paying Jordan Peele because he's bringing in good actors. He's bringing in good talent. He's creating good stories. Yeah. And memorable cinema. You know, the Get Out is probably one of the most memorable films of our generation. Yeah, you know, that, it's that so is good. Being hailed it's as, so good. It's a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece of a movie. Is this going to be a masterpiece? Probably not. You know, the second one, third one never usually is in these sort of things. Yeah. You know, but but it's good. It continues uh, yeah. that story and it's relevant and it's important that we get these sort of movies. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, I went on a bit of a, a bit of a tarry, but no, I think absolutely. that probably answers your question. No, it definitely it like definitely does. Is... It definitely does. It's um it's still you know, it's still something that kind of irks me a little bit, but you know, that's yeah. that, that that that's just kind of uh, how it is. I loved it. You loved mm. you, you you loved yeah. it. I thought the music was great. We, I did. Would you recommend this to other people, this movie? Definitely. In fact, I came home because Ilhem, as you know, she is not a big fan of the scary movies. Mm, mm. not a big fan at all um and i came home and i said actually you probably could have seen that yeah actually you probably could have, you, you probably could have seen that i don't know the chimpanzee sequence and the and the the digestion sequence might have been a bit much 
Uh-huh. Yeah, but they weren't jump. They weren't like jumpy, were they? They were just what about a, the alien. What about the aliens in the barn or the kids in the barn? Is the yeah that bit would have that bit would have been like oh, but you know yeah you, you suffer through it for the for the uh, rest do you know, of it. Do you, know, do, you, do you know the bit that I did like and it was and it was um it was in the trailer was um and then they explained it in the movie and, it, and they didn't really talk about it much. Oh, but was I, it I the was really uh, the co star? Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. you know, I, li- I like that a lot. How he he said it was um you know. Jupe said that my first crush, you know, and it was it was it was really funny. Yeah. And then you know she saw her in the chair, and sadly she's clearly gone through some some severe reconstruction surgery yeah, yeah, yeah. following the incident. Yeah. Um. And you know definitely didn't didn't look particularly. Um. I think you know clear, clearly as 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 grown up, quite with 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 quite a an, an austere looking. Um, you know, an austere, an austere looking face yeah. following this the reconstruction surgery. But so like, has, has genius, to wear that veil. genius placement in the trailer yeah. though, because it makes yeah, you it because it makes you think the movie might be something that it's not. Yeah, exactly. It causes the confusion. And there was a couple of these, you know, like the sequence where the dad dies at the start because a coin falls into his head. Yeah. And it's just in the trailer, it's just him, you know, the horse walking and then him, him falling off the side. Yeah. You had you had that combined with, you know, M being taken up by the alien being combined with, do you know what I mean? And, yeah. You know, the, all the CCTV cameras looking up as all the characters are looking up. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was the, the, the imagery is the is the big success of this film? Yeah, that you know you you and 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 largely you know Jordan Peele all of his movies the imagery and the cinematography and the 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 stage presence as it were of what you're being presented with is at the heart and the center of all of his movies. You know he wants he wants memorable images to come away from this yeah. movie. Um, I read somewhere that people were thinking that it's quite a cheap a cheap trick of a movie but but i don't think so i think if you no. look at films if you look at the best films of all time you know when you think of jurassic park you're you're thinking of that sequence you you and you see those cars you can see the t-rex breaking through you know you think of jaws you can see it i think we're gonna need a bigger boat yeah you know, the, the 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 greatest images of the, the you know the exorcist another great example like the imagery of of you know when you see the cover of that box and you know what that represents of the priest comes knocking yeah you know like the, these are these are burned into your head and i think the, the the criticism that a lot of people throw at jordan peele is that he tries to create that imagery without garnering the respect behind it yeah. you know what i mean like he's just he's trying he's trying to fast track his way to having those images at the heart and i think us represents that more than anything with with the family in the jumpsuits yeah, and the scissors yeah. and you'll see what it mean when you see it um and there was definitely a lot of that in this but at the same point in time I, I think that argument's largely irrelevant because the only way we'll know is if we're still talking about the images of yeah. this movie in 20 years. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? So yeah, it's yeah, like, it yeah. doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, don't, you know, don't get angry at someone who's actually trying to make an effort and trying to really like de- delineate their, or, um, you know, isolate their movie and make their movie different from everything yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. Like pulp in the cinema. So um, great. Exactly. 100%. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up for me. Yeah. Great film. Great film. Go see it. Yeah, definitely. Whoever you are. Go and see this. Go and see, go and see it. And come to your own conclusion. Don't don't read don't read any reviews before you go to this one. My God. Yeah. Read nothing. Go in and enjoy the surprise.
moving forward? Yep, let's move. Um, we've got a, a few little things to talk a little bit about. I've got one trailer that I want to talk to you about. And if you've not watched the trailer, you're going to have to go and watch the trailer now. You're going to have to pause it and go oh, watch it. Oh, fair enough. I've, I have watched two trailers. Okay. That I was going to say. So I'm hoping that one of them is the one that you're about to say, which is... The greatest beer run ever. Damn it! Nope, not that. I'll have to watch it. <laughs> we're gonna have to pause. We're gonna have to pause here. I'll do an edit point now. <laughs> a few moments later. That was the awesome. Greatest, do you like it? Yeah, that that looks gr- so fun. The greatest beer run ever, and it's it's a true story. Like that's the thing about this, and the book apparently is amazing. Um, I was listening to a podcast all about the story, and it's it's a it's a hilarious story as well. What I like about it is so Chicky Donahue. Like, I mean, I wouldn't have. In my head, when I'm hearing the story, I wouldn't have cast Zac Efron, but he looks great. Yeah, um, he does. But also, but also the guy who's in the bar, I forget the name of him, Bill Murray, playing that character, looks fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um. So so, and then his his friend, the photographer as well. So so um, it's not it's um, what's he called? Russell Crowe as well. Like this is gonna it's gonna be a great movie. What's quite funny is is um, there's a couple of sequences in the trailer, but like if you know some of the story points, you know what's happening. Yeah. And like. So that sequence where he's in the trail at the end, he goes, "What you know? What are you doing in a war zone and stuff like that's a really serious point that actually happened in the north of Hanoi when he came across his friend and they were like, you know, deep under siege in the north of Vietnam. But also like when he's in the helicopters and stuff, he he the reason he was getting transported around is because people thought he was in the CIA the yeah, whole yeah, time yeah. he was doing yeah. this. And so like I don't know if they I can't remember if they referenced that in the in the trailer, but certainly that's like a big story point of the film. I love that. Um the bit the bit with the football as well, like all of that is just so true to the book. Yeah. Like so I, I think it's gonna be a really interesting film. And yeah. and largely like I'm actually kind of annoyed that it's not going to the big screen, but I've got a feeling that it might be a contender for best picture. Oh, okay, that would be cool. But because when did it say it was coming out? Thirtieth uh, of September or something like that. I, th- I think I think so. That's but, pretty but, close. But if you remember, um, what's it called? One best picture last year. Um, not nope. What's the other one? <laughs> cherry. Cherry. No, it wasn't Cherry. <laughs> but Cherry. But Cherry. Yeah, Cherry was an Apple TV film. Yeah, that it was nominated. Um, what was the 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 one that we saw with both sides now in it? Coda. Yeah, oh. I said nope. You and said no. it was a four a four letter word. Um but but Koda, did that not win? Yeah, it did. Which I still don't uh, uh, I, can, do you actually agree with that? I don't, I mean, it doesn't matter anyway. It doesn't it doesn't matter, but I mean I don't I certainly don't disagree with it. Fine, fine. That's a that's a very how how are you enjoying sitting on that fence? You're nice and comfortable there. Yeah. Pull up one of the poles up your arm. Yeah, very um, so, so look that that I just think that movie looks so wonderful. I would have I would actually prefer to have gone to see it in the cinema. And if there's an opportunity to go and see that film in the cinema, I think I will. I think it looks like it's got so much heart and so much soul in it. I think that could be a best picture contender. I'm yeah. just saying it now. Okay, well, it'll um, be really interested to see. De- that's definitely going to be one to watch early. We should I almost think. do that on the trailer on the on the on the um on the show on the trailer yeah. on the show. Like I wonder if we maybe pick that up after the leave if we if we talk about that one. Yeah, if we'll have to come out when when does it come out 30th of September? 30th of September. Okay, so maybe not when we come back. We're not too far we're, away. We're inevitably going to have to talk about that bloody Vietnam song that's in every bloody Vietnam <laughs> movie <laughs> yeah, ever. Exactly. Fucking hell. Yeah. That I forget the name of. But there we go. I watched a couple of trailers. You did. I just watched one of them now. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. So Rick and Morty and Archer. Yeah. And I'm kind of lumping them together because I'm guessing you watched the Rick and Morty one and not the Archer one. That's exactly what I did. Yes. I'm not much of an Archer fan. Do you want to do Archer first? Have you watched Archer? 
I watched a wee bit of it. I get, I get why it's funny. Like I do get it. Yeah. Right? And I and I think it's one of these ones where I just I know my brain only has so much capacity for things, and I'm almost in the same way. I didn't play Skyrim not because I didn't want to play. It. It's because I'm like I know I'm gonna love this too much. Yeah. And I just I just I like there's more to life. Like I've already filled up in my head my video game quota. Right. Do, do you know what I mean? Like I, I don't I I need do, to spend I do know I don't what need you mean. to spend yeah. more time in front of my Xbox playing games. And I think Archer largely does the same thing. Like I already watch one or two you know and you quite rightly group them together because i already watch rick and morty and i already watch you know other these sort of shows i don't need the same i, I stopped watching parts and recreation because i'm like this is going to be dangerous yeah i don't yeah. need another office yeah so i i largely have that a take on it but i for all i've heard it's fantastic very no, funny i i love archer it's one of my favorite shows um the reason i'm lumping both of them together is because they always have like identical style trailers yeah it's yeah, ridiculous yeah. in that they're both just like quick cut action packed um yeah. this season on type things which yeah, yeah, yeah. which i get for archer i don't get so much for rick and morty actually because i actually i actually think a big draw for rick and morty audiences is the like the larger story of it like well, you know with you know with like evil evil morty, evil morty. But, but, i feel like I... people people really eat that shit up like le- yeah. less so than the sci-fi spectacle of it i don't i don't know i actually i watch rick and morty for the fun standalone episodes because i think it, it's at its most creative when it tells a stupid little story in 20 minutes yeah and i and i i almost like as a as a diehard fan of rick and morty um i I like the evil Morty storyline, but it is getting so complex and so convoluted. Yeah. And actually, there's almost a series just for the evil Morty throughout. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, throughout. Yeah. Like, I think I read that somewhere. Like, if you watch these episodes, there's one coherent story that cuts through. Right. And I like that. And I would almost prefer that in a way. But I actually prefer, you know, like, my God, the, the Slut Dragon episode. Whilst <laughs> that wasn't the best episode, that made me laugh so much. And and, and, the, we, milked, and you know, we milked that for weeks. Exactly. <laughs> I, 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 exactly but i mean like you know there's still the best the best episode i still think is that the the rick the citadel of the ricks when you had the you know the, in the 20 minute episode 20 minute story you had the kind of the cops the, the rick and morty cops yeah. as well as the do you know what i mean like that was just you know just just more morty's killing morty. i liked, like it was uh, so deep in 20 minutes i i really liked pickle rick Pickle Rick, but that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. th- those uh, those sort of episodes. So the the the, the other one was the train episode. You know, with the 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 train of imagination or the train of thought, and it was just moving yeah. so quickly, and it was almost too meta. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like the episodes that you're like, fucking hell, that's a reach. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the the purge episode as well. Like there's some really classic ones yeah. that just stand out. Um. So 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 look, I, I uh, yeah, there was the the old man in the toilet was another one that I thought was so hilarious about Rick, where he goes to have a goes to have a dump and someone else used the toilet and the whole thing and but and also the 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 other thing that I love about Rick the, the he does uh, Rick and Morty is that they, there's the kind of there's the the imagination in the fight sequences. So there's the fight. You know that you know how creative some of his fight scenes are, where he all his weapons and one of them clones and it creates a monster that kills, and then this monster does this, and then this weird thing happens, and it happens so quickly, and you're like, and you're you're kind of watching it, and your brain's like, holy shit, like you're trying to keep up. Yeah, yeah. But 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 the other thing around this is every so often they throw in a thing, and you're like, that was, what the fuck was that? So yeah. like the two two examples I had was. Um, the I mean, like Mr. Meek Seeks was funny. Yeah. I like that whole thing, and I like they keep coming back to that. The 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 bit if you remember in one episode they go to an arcade 
and it's like being Jerry or something. No, being um, what, what was it called? Do you know the one? Where it's like you've got to be, and and you put the headset on, and you live the life of this character yeah. and it, at fast pace, and then and then and then you know you battle cancer and you go back to work and all that sort of stuff, and then you die for, and then he takes the helmet off and he goes, "Wow, you made it to eighty six and you're like, "What the fuck?" That would just blow you away. Yeah, no, I like that. And 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 the other one of those was the little the funny side one with the the aquarium character the kind of the the, the sexy Aquaman character where they oh, try yeah. and age where they try and age the wine really quickly and the, and they they put throw it through a time portal and Morty goes through and he kicks the wine and there's a, there's a really nice old man who's there as a part of a creature when he's like oh let me give you a hand with those Morty they've been there for a while and he walks back through the portal and goes back again and he's time jumped like fifty years and his whole family's dead and every time they go back and forward to the, do you know do you know yeah, that yeah, episode yeah yeah I, I, do. I just I, I like the, like that is just so creative. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, and it's it's a mad idea of like, wouldn't it be? F- it's a couple of stoners who went, wouldn't it be funny if this happened? Yeah. And then they play. It's I love that shit. It's so good. Um, it's so that's good. that personally. That's why I watch those. Um, but uh, we will see. We do get some Evil Beth as well, Clone Beth as well back. Yeah. This, which yeah, is yeah. you know very much we'll love a that. longer a longer pull in the tent. Um, for a lot and Bird Person, who I am very ambivalent towards. Yeah, I don't care about Bird Person. So. But they, they try and they want you to care. Yeah. So that's what they want you to do. Um, great. So uh, I've got two more things to talk around. All right. Okay. W- one is some albums. Oh. Um, and one is a TV series, a Marvel TV series, which has just dropped on Disney. Oh, yes. I have seen the first episode for. Do you want to do that one first quickly? Oh, well, no. Let's go albums first because um, okay. you've, you've reminded me of when I... Of last week when I told you to go listen to Robbie Williams. Did you do it? I have. I've been listening to it. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Uh, they're a bit slow. I mean, I don't really know when I would listen to them. Yeah. Um, but I've got a lot of plane traveling to, to, to come oh, up you do. pretty yeah, soon. Yeah. So I might I might listen to it on that. Um, no, the, the albums I want to talk about are the... Uh, so Weezer have decided to release a Seasons album in the same sense that Vivaldi did. Oh. So we have a spring and we have a summer album and upcoming there'll be an autumn and a winter. Oh my goodness. And what's what's very funny is the first track on the first album in spring um, is is Vivaldi. It is basically their take on Vivaldi and Shakespeare and Romeo and Juliet and they bring in all these sort of... Interesting. Alert. It is... I think you will love it. Oh. It's so funny and just like... And I love Weezer. You know, Weezer, Weezer just are the, the you know, they're going to throw in a, a covers album. They're going to do that every so often. They're going to throw in a fully acoustic album, which yeah. is what they did, which was some beautiful songs on there. Um, like La Brea Tar Pits, which just was a wonderful song, you know, yeah. obviously. And now they're my, doing... My favourite still Teenage Dirtbag. <laughs> you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm in. Um, they actually did a cover of Teenage Dirtbag because they did. people kept calling them Wheatus. Yeah, I know they did. I, is... I saw them at Tea in the Park and they played Teenage Dirtbag. Amazing. Yeah. That's hilarious. Brilliant. Yeah. But I love that. And I love, and I think the thing I love about Weezer so much as a band is that, you know, like, they're not everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. But, you know, like, like every care, type though. of, but, but, but they don't care. And I large i just i can identify with them i can identify with the you know with rivers and the band i can identify with the songs they sing about things that are relevant to me and stuff and yeah that's why i like them do you know what i mean like yeah. that's why anyone likes anything they like so yeah. i i am a fan of them so listen to those there's two or four albums already out go and listen to them i'll, I'll link them to you it's very they're very good um but yeah she hulk yes she hulk not watched it yet <laughs> no uh have you seen the, the the reactions or the the reviews? No, 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 no. I've been. Um, Do you want me to say anything, or should we? Should we? Oh, go on. 
I mean, don't don't spoil anything in the show, but tell me what people thought. I don't think I care enough to avoid that, to be honest. Um, it, it's getting quite mixed reactions, sadly, and I think tended tending towards negative. Um, right. I personally thought it was really entertaining. I think the best thing about it is Tatiana Maslany. I think she is brilliant. I really like her. She's really captivating on the screen, and I want to see more of her. She's kind of like that kind of. She's quite Bart Simpson-esque almost, but like a professional Bart Simpson. Like the way she, she's, she really throws her body around and her voice around and throws her weight around the film and uh, the, the, the show and largely is very captivating. Like I want to keep watching her. Right. Um, she also was in a TV series before, which I can't remember what was her TV series she made famous. Um, I forget what she was in before this, but like there's an interesting sub-thread around her on Reddit and stuff around the fact that she when she was at the red carpet event with Mark Ruffalo, nobody could recognize her. Nobody knew who she was because she kind of, she, she's got quite, um, she, she's quite a chameleon of a human. And right. I can't quite, I can't quite summarize this. Like if you were to line her up in a cast, I couldn't point her out. And there's a lot of people saying that they're like, I don't actually know what she looks like. Like I've seen her on screen. Yeah. I've seen her in a hundred of different, like I've seen her in TV shows and film stuff, but I don't actually know what she looks like. You know what I mean? Like you could point out Mark Ruffalo on the street. Sure. People, yeah. Everyone's like, I couldn't point out Tatiana Maslany. Like there's, I don't quite know why, but our brains look at her and we can't quite, and it's weird, and I and I kind of get it, um, but she's great in this. She's so good, and I think uh, she's definitely been the best thing about this. And we get a lot of Mark Ruffalo in the first episode as well, which is oh, really great. nice to see okay. him back. So, you know, his his sort of first TV debut um, under the MCU banner. But I Love I think you should watch it. I think no, you I'm, it. I mean I, I definitely will. I have to finish Miss Marvel first, though. Still not done. I, I, Still I not finished Ms. it. Miss Marvel, I loved the first couple of episodes. Sadly, I think it started to go downhill a wee bit. Right, like it, it kind okay. of, it kind of got away from itself. And I think that's a trend with all the shows. I think you know, um, you know, One Division. I think got better as it went on. Yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier also got better as it went on. Um, I think Loki stayed the same throughout. I yeah. think because I did love the first episode and I liked the last episode, and I think it sort of lulled in the middle. Um, I think Hawkeye was always mediocre through her. I think Moon Knight, Moon Knight and, and Miss Marvel, I think started strong and sort of gradually got a bit more yeah, obscure. Yeah. And I, and I, I don't know what this one's going to do, but it has had a strong start. Okay, um, cool. As far as I'm well, concerned. I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and look, Hey, I, I, it has to be said, right. But like a lot of people are also still hating on the idea of, Oh, it's good. So she's stronger than the Hulk. Is that what you're trying to say to us? She's stronger. She's better. We, we get it. Marvel. We get it. Women can be good at this stuff too. And it's like, Ugh. Oh man, imagine feeling that's what you want to put your review. Like yeah, you took your so time boring. out your day. You you could tell someone that you love them in the same time it took you to write that review. Yeah. You could have made a wonderful lunch for yourself, but you, you decided to write that review. Do you know what I mean? You could have taken yourself for an unnecessary dump and just sat there and enjoyed the time to yourself, but yeah. you didn't. You wrote that review. Yeah. And you do you feel better? Yeah. Do you feel better? And do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Do you want to talk about it because you feel because you're okay? stronger than your Hulk? Okay? It's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. She can be she's yeah, she's strong, yeah. yeah. Oh man. It just gets me, man. It I just know. gets me. You do, but like you never you'll never see one of those people in real life, no. would you? You never will. No. So well, um, because you don't know who they are. You don't. They hide behind the anonymity. Yes, the anonymity of the keyboard. Yeah, anonymity. Do you have anything else, or are we good? To no, I don't. Here? I think we should uh, put the nail in this coffin. Fine, I like it. Yeah, let's get this one sealed. Let's make sure. I, I watched what we do in the shadows again recently, oh, just as bro. well. 
It actually, it, do you know, it actually got better. I can't believe it. It's a fucking hilarious movie. Um, what are we going to do? What are they going to do bloody now? What are they going to do bloody now? Find us. Well, open up your Apple Podcasts app. Where are we? We're Find us on there. Give mm. us a cheeky little five-star rating, if you please. We would very or much put appreciate a it. Put, put a riddle in the five-star rating. Do you know what I mean? Like, give us a wee riddle. I'd well, that's like in that. the review. In the review, sorry. In the review, review. yes. Because yeah, yeah. you have to... Five stars five and star, then a riddle. And then a review or a riddle or... No, no, no riddle. Just a riddle. Oh, okay. Riddle. Or... I've got one for you, Alex. I've got one for you very quickly. Right, go on, fine. I'm I'm blind, but I can see. Yeah. I can walk, but I cannot move. Yeah. I am I, I'm the wind, but I don't talk. What am I? I think you just made that up. I just made that up. I did. I did. <laughs> Actually, I'm a fart. Right, brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. If you don't want to do any of those things, you can... A uh, wet one. You can tell us your favourite movie, your favourite movie soundtrack. We'd love to see, read, and hear all of it. Uh, <clears throat> the, the sort of one that when you do you you, re, you really take your life into your own hands when you do me <laughs> the fart the fart not me <laughs> right I was going to say bloody hell uh, you can find us on pretty much all the other platforms that you like to listen to your podcast and if you want to get more directly in touch of us we've got an email address don't we just trying to just trying to put the bear here. Yes, motionspot at gmail.com. Can you sit up, please? He's slouched over his one sofa he's got. Motionspot at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Instagram. And thank you very much to KTC Graphics Design for the wonderful artwork. Um, that's it. That's us for a few weeks. That's eh? it. We'll be back with whatever we come back with at whatever so, yeah. time that will be. I think we'll do. A, we'll probably be able to do a, a few episodes of, of of She-Hulk, and we'll be able to give you our thoughts probably midway through it. Yeah, um, that's certainly. probably doable. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a few other things on on their way out, but uh, nothing in the meantime. There's no no MCU stuff coming out pretty soon, is there? No films oh, that, on the horizon. Oh, thank God for that. I know. I know. Oh, a bit of a lull. I know. Very very nice. We might have to. Oh no, is it not one of the DCs? We're not got an Aquaman or some shit. Like that. Oh, I've got, got Black Adam. Adam. Got Black Adam. That's what it was. I've got Black Adam. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm looking forward to that. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. I'll go see it. I'll go see it. Will you? Yeah, I, I, don't will. Think I will. I will. I, don't think I, I will, will go see it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Find a naughty website. Support <laughs> 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 it. Right. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will speak to you again, not next week, but uh, in a few weeks' time. Um, but until then, bye now. All right, guys. Ta ta.